You're listening to the ESPN Radio 94.1 podcast page, accelerated by Sports Innovation X. Six is bridging the gap between tech, athletes, and teams. Check them out at sportsinnovationx.com. Live from Hampton Roads in the heart of the 757, it's the Tim Donnelly Show on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Tim Donnelly Show, Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Washington Commanders fans, do you want Lamar Jackson? 757-687-9494. Washington Commanders fans, are you ready to be opportunistic and jump at a, at a chance that you don't get often? Do you want Lamar Jackson? 757-687-9494. If any NFL team out there needs a quarterback and has an owner that is seen as an outcast, there is an MVP out there for the taking. That's where I'm at right now. The Commanders, the Dolphins, these guys, Dan Snyder, Stephen Ross, the owners are traditionally seen as outsiders. Most of the time, it feels like the rest of the league and the fan bases are frustrated with these two guys. But their stubbornness and their individuality and their billionaireness right, which is just kind of the air of I have forget you money so you can't tell me what to do. Their individual greed could be seen for once in their life as a huge asset, right, because it lets them break against the crowd and do something a little crazy. Go get Lamar Jackson. The commanders almost immediately, by the way, When the news broke that Lamar Jackson was getting non-exclusively franchise tagged, the commanders were name-dropped by Adam Schefter on NFL Live. So already we're seeing a select few teams, if that, be available or be interested in Lamar Jackson when he is available. The team that does scream and make the most sense to me would be Washington, but there's been no indication that they're prepared to go in that direction as of now. So who would be? And again, last year, Deshaun Watson had multiple teams courting him. It's harder this year to identify the teams that are going to make that kind of push for Lamar Jackson. The word collusion has been thrown around. NFL owners colluding against quarterbacks getting fully guaranteed deals. That's why no one wants to talk to Lamar Jackson. The NFL owners colluding, these are all allegations, colluding against Lamar Jackson because he doesn't have an agent and they don't want to encourage that type of thing in the future. The NFL owners colluding. Well, guess what? There has to be an owner out there that is saying, why would I help the rest of these knuckleheads? Why would I join this this alliance if I'm at the bottom of the alliance? Why wouldn't I branch out on my own, try to stick it to them? If Dan Snyder is going to sell... Wouldn't he love to just ruin every other owner's day on the way out? And not only ruin their day when he signs the the offer sheet, but ruin their day every single time one of their quarterbacks comes up for a contract. Think about it, right? 
If Dan Snyder wants to really mess over the other owners, sign Lamar Jackson to a $250 million fully guaranteed five-year contract. Now, now, why is that so fascinating? Well, then when Joe Burrow comes asking for a new deal a couple years from, or a couple, couple years, couple weeks, couple months from now, he's looking for his extension. He goes to the Bengals owner, a guy that Dan Snyder probably wants to make his day kind of stink. And he says, Lamar got that. I want more. And then Justin Herbert goes to the Chargers owner and says, Lamar got that. I want more. Then Jalen Hurts goes to the Eagles owner and says, Lamar got that. I want more. And then Trevor Lawrence goes to the Jags owner and says, Lamar got that. I want more. And every time they say, Lamar got that. I want more. Dan Snyder gets to go, ha, 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 ha. You ever play Mario Kart? You know when you you throw a banana? Ready? For those of you that don't, I'll explain it. Bananas, when uh, when like you can drop a banana peel, and then when another car rides over it, it gets all it slips and slides, and it, it ruins their their little uh, momentum. You know how you can drop a banana, and then if somebody runs over it like two laps later, your guy giggles. You know what I'm talking about? Like if 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 Mario drops the banana peel, and then two laps later someone drives over that banana peel, Mario just goes like, "Oh, it's a me!" Just so you know, like it was him that dropped it. That's Dan Snyder, right? He gets, he gets to give Lamar Jackson a market-setting deal, and then three years from now, right, when Caleb Williams, or four years from now, when Caleb Williams goes to, to some other team and says, I want a fully guaranteed contract because that's the standard for quarterbacks, you're going to hear Dan Snyder go, it was a me. He'll be the one that did it, even though he's not around anymore. He just dropped that banana a couple years ago. And, and if you're a Commanders fan, what's the worst that can happen? You should be rooting for this. This is the first time Dan Snyder's pettiness can work in your favor. What's the worst that can happen? Lamar joins your team, and he does exactly what every other quarterback has done for you. You don't make the playoffs. You don't win games. Right? Did you get excited at all for Ryan Fitzpatrick? I heard a lot of you excited for Ryan Fitzpatrick. Did you get excited at all for Robert Griffin, for Carson Wentz, for any of these te- quarterbacks that you've brought in? Alex Smith, you've got excited for some of them. And guess what? None of them have worked out either. So the worst place you can be is standing right where your feet are. Now think about the best case scenario. Lamar stays healthy for a year. He's he's the unanimous MVP. And you're the number one seed. The Dolphins, I am a Tua fan, right? I am a Tua Tungo Vailoa advocate. I am a Tua guy. I'm, I'm on Tua Island. Permanent real estate. He is not Lamar Jackson. Steven Ross was just fined, suspended, and they took away a first-round pick. You want to get back at the NFL? You want to get back at everybody that just leveraged all that against you? Sign Lamar Jackson to a gigantic offer sheet. Their stubbornness, their owner outlierness is finally an asset. Root for it. Root for it. Mike in Newport News on the call-in line. Again, the call-in number, 757-687-9494. Mike, thanks for calling in. What do you think about Lamar to Washington? Hey, appreciate you taking my call. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'd be ecstatic to have Lamar. I mean, historically, our O-line has, has been shaky at best, and we need a quarterback that can scramble and, and think on its feet. Um, and, and first of all, thank you for the call. And as a, as a, a texter points out, a new offensive coordinator also. You want Eric Bieniemy to be jacked up. He took a job thinking he was going to call plays for Sam Howell. No disrespect to Sam Howell. He gets to call plays for Lamar Jackson. I mean, let's go. 
and, and uh, you know, I, I've heard, oh, who was it? Mike Tannenbaum was on ESPN, a uh, friend of the show, former NFL front office executive, saying that the Falcons getting out, the, the commanders getting out of the deal was because they wanted to speak directly to Desmond Ritter and, and directly to uh, Sam Howell and say, we believe in you. Of course we're not going for Lamar Jackson. We, we, if you waste a third-round pick, right, if you go get Lamar Jackson and you're like, man, that Desmond Ritter pick was a real – it's a third-round pick. Have some perspective. If you waste a fifth-round pick on Sam Howell, who, by the way, it's not even saying it's a waste. He could be your backup. You're going to be okay. If you waste the opportunity to bring in an MVP, now you have real opportunity cost. Now you have real regret. Now you have real regret. And yes, as one texter pointed out, we brought this up yesterday. Uh, you do need to have a first-round pick in each of the next two drafts to even sign Lamar to an offer sheet because that would be the compensation going back. So Miami has to wait till after the draft. But you can wink, wink, nod, nod, come to the agreement before the draft. Not legally, but you know what I mean. Let's go back to the call in line. Eric in Virginia Beach uh, has the uh, the opposite side covered, according to a note in front of me. Uh, the call in number is 757-687-9494. Uh, Eric, thanks for calling in. What do you think about Lamar to Washington? Listen, you know, Dan Snyder's about to sell this team, right? Mm-hmm. What, make, what makes him want to sign a check? Uh, for a guy that he's not going to see a couple of years later. And you, you did make a good point. I, I do agree uh, with what you said earlier about, you know, sticking it into him. That's actually something I haven't seen anywhere before, but just don't think this guy, you know, this guy just wants to get his $6.57 billion and, uh, and get out of there. He doesn't want to have to pay some dude, you know, the, the, as he's leaving. The, well, he wouldn't have to pay him for the years he's not the owner, right? Like the next owner would would – take upon the the payments yeah but there is you you do have to pay him some sort of money um like a signing bonus uh something along those lines okay i'll I'll dive into the finances a little bit here appreciate the call um a call back in anytime 757-687-9494 is the call-in number um actually i think that is one of the hard parts for teams like washington is guaranteed money has to immediately be put in an escrow account. Uh, and I don't pretend to be a financial wizard, but basically means any any amount of money you give guaranteed to a player, even if it's not being paid out until the future, has to be in like liquid cash form put into a escrow account. Now, now I'm assuming that Dan Snyder doesn't have like $250 million in a account somewhere just waiting to be you know, like he not in his checking, right? I don't, I don't think it's, you know, it's going to take 35 business days, but I'll get it to you. I don't think it's that situation. But if you are moving money to sell, I think it actually, like he might be able to come up with that much cash for like a couple months until he sells, you know what I mean? And then somebody else will have to take over all the debts and credits that a business has. Like when you buy a business, you buy the the finance sheet too. So he, he would only have to come up with that bit for a little bit. But that is a real thing. I think that's part of the reason why owners are so aggressively against uh, giving quarterbacks guaranteed deals because they don't want to have to, right? Like they don't want to have to come up with $250, 300000000 million in, in cash every time their quarterback signs a new deal, um, which is why I've also seen, and this is kind of a side tangent a little bit, I've also seen the argument that quarterbacks should be the only one that doesn't apply to. 
quarterbacks, you shouldn't have to have the liquid cash in an escrow account. But you know, now you're getting into finances again. And again, I don't, I don't pretend to be the expert on that. Uh, let's give something away. I promised another giveaway. Uh, slightly stupid at Veterans United Home Loans Amphitheater. Gosh, I want to make a word pun about their name every single time we're talking. Slightly stupid at Veterans United Home Loans Amphitheater. Friday, August 4th is the concert. We have a pair of tickets going to caller number four at 757-687-9494. That's 757-687-9494. I'm fascinated what's going on in the Dream Lawns text line. I just watched Robbie's face react to one. So I'm going to read some text during the break. When we come back, hopefully some more of your response to the Lamar Jackson situation and Washington potentially jumping on the opportunity. 757 687 9494 call in uh, also when we come back trevor lawrence went from the outhouse to the penthouse as far as how his team is helping him develop stick around Mamma mia! the biggest sports talk show in the heart of the Sun Belt universe the tim donnelly show on priority auto sports radio 94.1 second and 11 lawrence looking deep in the end zone ingram Touchdown! What a catch! Evan Ingram, one of the players franchise tagged yesterday right before the deadline. Jacksonville Jaguars, former of the uh, the New York Giants tight end, uh, formerly before that Ole Miss first-round pick, was a player that was supposed to bring wide receiver skills to the tight end room. Took him a while to do it, but he got to Jacksonville and he brought those wide receiver skills to the tight end room. Took the Jags a while to do it, but they're making up for lost time and giving Trevor Lawrence everything he needs to succeed. Who boy is Trevor Lawrence being spoiled, which is how young quarterbacks should be treated by their teams. The first year Trevor Lawrence started, the first year, his rookie year, that he that he was the starting quarterback for the Jacksonville Jaguars, we know he also had Urban Meyer as his head coach. But just looking at the roster... His top receivers were Marvin Jones, LaVisca Chenault, and Laquan Treadwell. Not exactly the 1927 Yankees murderer's row, you know what I mean? Now that Evan Ingram is tagged and coming back for next season, Trevor's third year, the one he is about to go into, his top pass catchers will be Calvin Ridley, who's a 1,000-yard receiver, Christian Kirk, who's a 1,000-yard receiver, Zay Jones, who leveled up this past season, Evan Ingram, who leveled up this past season, and Travis Etienne out of the backfield. That's very, very, very different than the group I read to you before. When you, when you have a young quarterback like Trevor Lawrence or any of these young quarterbacks – Give them everything they could possibly want, everything they could possibly need to succeed. And then once they're really good, you peel back. You take one away, another away, and they'll be, hopefully, if you do things right, by that point, developed enough to overcome it, right? That's that's how it works. That's how guys become really, really good. We've seen it, right? Towards about, about middle of the prime on, you start to hear fans complaining that great great quarterbacks don't have help. Tom Brady's taking grocery store baggers and turning them into a great offense. Aaron Rodgers doesn't have anyone catching passes. He turns second-round picks into superstars. 
Patrick Mahomes is doing it without Tyreek Hill. It starts once you get to the prime, those sorts of things. But up to that point, give him as much help as he can. Give him as much help as you possibly can. The Jags at first were like, we're going to give him no help. Now they're they're all in the other way. And the tag on Evan Ingram shows that they are willing to do what it takes. Right? I said the, the, the decision leading up to the tag, the decision should come down to, should we tag Evan Ingram? Well, does Trevor Lawrence need Evan Ingram? If the answer is no, we don't tag him. Right? If the answer is yes, we'd tag him for twice the price. He's a steal at three times the price because it's all about Trevor right now. Now, once you, right, like after next offseason or after next season, in next offseason, so a year from now, Trevor Lawrence is going to be going to the Jaguars with his handout. And based on what Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson, based on what these guys do with their contracts this offseason, he might be asking for an astronomic amount of money, right? Just through the, through the roof money. If he does that, guess what you should then start doing? All right, if you're worth that much, you can do it without Ingram. Oh, look, you did it without Ingram. Okay, now you can do it without Christian Kirk. Oh, you're still good? Are right, you can do it without Trevor, uh, Travis Etienne. Without Calvin Ridley. Oh, look at that. Now teams gonna or fans are going to start complaining that you're out there with grocery store baggers, but that's what you do. The Jaguars, when they moved on from Urban Meyer and went to Doug Peterson, it just all of a sudden like the common sense thing started to get done. Right? It's not the high-level stuff. It's the common-sense things. Hey, we, we, we put a lot of investment into this number one overall pick. His name's Trevor Lawrence. Okay, well, we should probably make sure that that investment pays off, right? Yeah, exactly. Cool. Did, did anything I just say sound like rocket science? Did that sound like high-level mathematics? Am I like goodwill hunting over here? Or, or is that common sense did i just do some basic basic arithmetic i mean i i can't i can't understand why more teams don't figure figure this out right like like i mean name if kenny pickett is in pittsburgh and you don't have the the proper whatever to, to have success go get it go get it george pickens is great he's young deontay johnson drops a lot okay Who's the best wide receiver you can bring in? Trade up and go get him. Kenny Pickett, did he play with Jordan Addison in college? Oh, yes, he did. Did they have a really, really good season at Pittsburgh when Jordan Addison was the Blitnikoff Award winner? Oh, yes, they did. Go get it. Look at all your young quarterbacks. Justin Fields. What have they done to help him? Chase Claypool? Uh. I don't even know if they overlapped at all in college, but was Jackson Smith and Jigma at Ohio State when, when Justin Fields was there? I believe so. Go get him. Make him comfortable. Lamar Jackson, everybody go get him. Make your offense. I mean, he doesn't even need any. He's to the point where he doesn't need anybody. The Ravens spent the lowest amount of money on offensive football, right? Contracts paid to offensive football players over the last four years. They are dead last in spending on offense. Lamar still wins games. He's already to the point where you don't have to surround him. 
Taylor in Gloucester is, is on the call in line, wants to talk about Lamar Jackson, uh, and I'm, I'm here for it. 757-687-9494. That is the call in line. Taylor, thanks for calling in. What do you have? Yeah, I was just going to say, I think the Philadelphia Eagles showed that that offense that you can design around Lamar will work. And I think Lamar is more skilled and talented than Jalen. And so if you just give him a dude like A.J. Brown, he's going to get you a Super Bowl. Appreciate the call. Um, I I would argue that I guess you're saying it can work in the playoffs is, is what you're saying. I'm fine with that. Um, I'd also point this out. Jalen Hurts is about to turn or is 24. He'll turn 25 by next football season. Lamar Jackson is 26 and he won't turn 27 until just about the end of next football season. So for most of the NFL season, Jalen Hurts is one year younger than Lamar. Jalen Hurts was just introduced to the NFL this year for real, right? I know he was, he was around. He was Lamar Jackson was introduced to us like 10 years ago. It feels like. Lamar's still young. He's still getting better. He's like the the prime of a quarterback isn't really till late 20s. He's not even, I mean, he's mid-20s, like right there, smack in the middle. I, I, I cannot understand it. I cannot explain it. Tim Donnelly Show, Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Uh, the franchise tag deadline yesterday obviously dealt most with Lamar, Daniel Jones, uh, right? The quarterbacks always kind of dominate. But there were actually six franchise tags assigned. Three of them were to running backs. Every good athlete out there in youth football, I have a piece of advice for you based on that exact fact coming up next. Don't worry. This is a safe space. No one follows baseball's unwritten rules here. This is the Tim Donnelly Show on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Flanked by the running backs. Bijan Robinson open hole and finishes. Bijan Robinson into the end zone in a response. Longhorn Network on the call there. Bijan Robinson expected to join the ranks of elite running backs fairly soon. We're expected to do a giveaway before the end of the segment. And I'm expected to go to the call-in lines right now where Daniel in Virginia Beach is waiting. The call-in line 757 687 Nine four nine four. We are talking uh, talking running backs, and Daniel in Virginia Beach wants to talk about Derrick Henry. Uh, Daniel, thanks for calling in. What do you have for us? Hey Tim, I know everybody's been talking about teams that need quarterbacks, like mm-hmm. Jets, the, the Commanders, and everything. But Buffalo needs a running back. Uh, Singletary, to me, a Singletary, we don't have to sign him because he's a free agent. He can walk, and we can pretty much let Hines go as well too. So, and the only one we're going to permanently have is James Cook, and he's going to be a, his second year. To me, if we're going to take pressure off Josh, you know, and because we got to get some kind of running game. I mean, it's just – Agreed. I mean, I, Derrick Henry would be the perfect piece for us to do to be able to beat the Bengals and beat the beat the Chiefs. Those are the two teams we've got to beat. And if the Jets get so happen to get Rodgers, that's another team we're going to have to deal with. <laughs> well, uh, g- great point. I-, I completely agree with you. You're breaking up there a little bit, so so we'll, we'll, we'll jump ahead. Um, as far as teams – that need a one-year like mercenary contract of Derrick Henry, Buffalo Bills top of the list, right? I've been screaming from the top of a, of, of a mountain 
and no one's been hearing me, that the Buffalo Bills need to have an answer when it's cold and in Buffalo. Right right now, they, they sling it around with the best of them. And the beginning of the season, it looks great. Because a little colder, it still looks good. It's a little colder, it still looks good. Gets around the end of the season playoff time, and it's like, uh-oh. Right, we worked so hard to get home field advantage. Why the heck did we do that? I want to go play in a dome somewhere. One game, they actually did just say, you know what, we're going to take a home game and play in Detroit at a dome because they got six feet of snow. Uh, Derrick Henry is a nice little option that you can have for games where you need to grind it out. And when I say nice little option, little is, well, it's hyperbolic because the guy's massive. Imagine if you, imagine if they could run a read keeper, a read option on the goal line where either Derrick Henry is getting it coming downhill. He's what, 6'4", 245? 6'3", 245? Or if you overcommit to that, Josh Allen keeps it and goes around the edge. He's what, 6'5", 250? I mean, that's eighth graders playing with fourth graders. And then, oh, by the way, if you sell out to stop the run, Stefan Diggs. Like, that's, that's solving a problem. The Buffalo Bills haven't solved the problem yet. They can't run the ball. They depend too much on Josh Allen and the run. Derrick Henry would solve that. I love it. And they are a team that is fully built. right? I, I, would, not, I would not put a running back on the wish list of a team that has at the top of the wish list on a team that has other needs. But if the last piece you need is a running back, yeah, go get Derrick Henry. But if you need to like get Derrick Henry and then, okay, once we get the running back filled up, we'll go settle the offensive line. Once we get that filled up, we'll uh, then we'll address the defense. It's like, oh, no, no, no. Derrick Henry, he doesn't have the time for all that. So, yes, looking at a team like the Bills for Derrick Henry makes a bunch of sense. I think I just took a minute to agree with the caller, but uh, but I had a good time with it. Call line's open, 757-687-9494. And, it's okay. Thank you. And looking at the running backs, the six six teams franchise tagged someone yesterday or earlier, right? Deron Payne with, with Washington prior. Three of them were running backs. Do you know what that means? Nobody wants to give a long-term contract to a running back. And it doesn't matter what you do as a running back. Okay, Josh Jacobs, Saquon Barkley, Tony Pollard, all franchise tagged. Jacobs is coming off leading the league in yards, led the league in yards per game. This is rushing and second in carries and was first team all pro franchise tag, $10.9 million. Pollard started four games and had less rushing yards than Tyler Algier and got seriously injured at the end of the season. Tagged $10.9 million. Saquon Barkley somewhere in the middle, right? Coming off an injury, but played well. He was like fifth-ish. Uh, he was good, but then he was tired, but then he was good again. Tag, $10.9 million. It doesn't matter what you do. If you play great, they're not giving you a, a long-term deal. Play mediocre, they're not giving you a long-term deal. If you get hurt and are playing a smaller role, they're not giving you, an all, uh, they're not giving you a long-term deal. It has never been a better time for the idea of the best athletes on the field to learn to catch or backpedal and get themselves out of the running back room. If I'm like an elite high school running back, I'm saying, I think I can be Debo Samuel. Or I'm saying, I think I can be a a safety or an an outside linebacker, right? Derrick Henry, he's huge. 
He's tall. He's fast. He's strong. Should have been a defensive end. Probably would have made two and a half times as much money in his career. Bijan Robinson is coming in. He is pretty unanimously like the most foolproof prospect. Everyone's like, oh, he's generational. Oh, he's he's going to be picked like 24th just because of the position he's playing. Think about that. What should he have done? Learned to catch, drop like 20 pounds, and been a slot receiver. And he can catch a little bit, but I mean learn to catch, catch. What should he have done? Put on 20 pounds, been an outside linebacker, learned to get after the quarterback like Von Miller. The running back is unbelievably devalued. If you're Saquon Barkley and you play wide receiver, think of that contract. If you're Josh Jacobs and you lead the league in receiving yards and receiving yards per game, and you're 26, 25, he's 25 years old. I mean, they can't wait to break the bank to give you a ton of money, 30 a year. Franchise tag, 10. Learn to catch or backpedal. Tim Donnelly Show, Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Let's give away some tickets. I promised another giveaway. And uh, Pungo Off-Road Monsters on the Beach. Tickets, that's what we're giving away. Presented by Eastern Truck and Accessories. It brings thrills and chills to the oceanfront. Right there on 6th Street, they will be, uh, monster trucks will be participating in fast, loud, exciting, family-friendly events. Stunt courses, races, whole bunch of cool stuff. May 19th is the date. That's a Friday. And if you want to go, get your calls in right now. 757-687-9494. Caller number four is the winner. 757-687-9494. Also get your texts in to that very same number. 757-687-9494. Because when we come back, we're going to read your text and ask, does that do anything for you? All day, you've been texting the Tim Donnelly Show at 757-687-9494. Now it's time to read those texts and ask, does that do anything for you? On Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. That's right. Does that do anything for you? Brought to you by Newport News Shipbuilding, a division of HII and Tim from Tim and Newport News. Please tell me that Washington calls up Lamar Jackson Offers him five years, $250 million, fully guaranteed because at least Washington has weapons better than he ever had in Baltimore. Facts, last part, definitely. Um, I don't even think it's going to take five years, 250 right? Seeing the market dwindle is also seeing the price come down, right? I, I would do as much research as I possibly could. I would even talk to Lamar. Lamar, how much were the Ravens giving you? We want, to, we want to beat that, but we want to make sure you end up here. Let's structure this in a way that you end up on our team with 200 guaranteed in your pocket. Notice I didn't say 250. Let's, let's, let's make this a negotiation. Uh, I, don't think it's gonna, I don't think it's going to take what I thought it, it would when he first became a non-exclusive uh, free agent. Tim, for the 757, we were asking people, why wouldn't you sign Lamar Jackson? This texter uh, just simply put it. Maybe his pass percentage is way too low. Now, I assume that meant pass completion percentage. That's my guess. Um, that is simply not one of his problems. Um, I know it, I know everyone loves to say that he's inaccurate. Uh, he completes just under 64% of his passes on his career, uh, which includes his early years where he was supposedly a raw passer. Um, 
for example, Josh Allen between 62 and 63%. So uh, unless you're saying you cannot give Josh Allen a long-term deal because of his completion percentage, don't say it about Lamar Jackson. From Greg and Gloucester, I just can't see putting that amount of money into somebody that is so such high risk for injury due to his style of play. What, what amount of money are we talking about here? Because... I think Deshaun, I think everyone is thinking Deshaun Watson money is the money that he's asking for. When the Ravens made him a non-exclusive franchise tagged player, they let him negotiate with everybody. It is not you need to get in at the like the starting there's you know like uh you go on you know auctions eBay or whatever or sometimes there's charity auctions and it says minimum bid, you know, $100 or whatever. There's no minimum bid on Lamar Jackson right now. You don't have to start at Deshaun Watson money. You can start at Dak Prescott money. You can start at two-year deals, right? You can make offers. Now, he might be insulted and say, get out of here. That's that's a nonsense offer, but you can still make the offer. You don't have to give him $230 million guaranteed. You don't have to. It's crazy. You can do whatever you want. Tim from the 757 and a lot of people texting at this point in, Maybe this just is simply he doesn't have an agent, so teams don't want to deal with him directly. Think about this. Gosh, think about this. If you are a professional negotiator, okay, you are a business person. What you do is cut deals, right? You are a GM. The first thing you do is you negotiate contracts with other highly crafted negotiators. You sharpen your, your sword in that particular part of business often. You talk about it. You work on it. That's your thing. You have the opportunity to negotiate against a guy that has never been in this situation before. And you're going, I don't want to deal with him. You should be going, I'm going to cook this guy. Right? Think about it like this. Every GM in the NFL is a 10-year veteran at negotiating contracts. Lamar Jackson is in his first game as a rookie. What happens? You attack the rookie. You don't say, oh, gosh, I'm not throwing to him because he's inexperienced. You're going, no, I'm going to score seven touchdowns right over that guy's head because he's inexperienced. If you're a GM, you shouldn't not want to negotiate against Lamar Jackson. You should be super excited to bury him into the ground in the negotiating room because he's not you. If you ever got onto a football field, right, if uh, uh, Martin Mayhew... At his age now, or if Joe Douglas of the Jets, like pick a GM, if they ever got onto a football field in an NFL game, you think Lamar Jackson is running to the other side? No, Lamar Jackson wants to meet up with them in the open field because he's going to give them the old whoop-whoop, and then they're going to fall over and he's going to run by them for a touchdown. I, I don't get the, they don't want to negotiate with players. Oh, you'd rather negotiate with somebody that's better at negotiating? Get out of here. One more. From 49ers, Mike, I think he's putting it the best. It just goes to show you how stupid the Browns were signing Watson to the contract that he got. Spot the lie. I can't. Yes, it was dumb then. It was. I said it was dumb then. I said they shouldn't have done it then. But that, like, one dumb thing doesn't mean everybody has to be dumb forever. Goodness gracious. This is not 2020 hindsight. None of this is... is me looking back and being a Monday morning quarterback. All of this was said in real time, and you can check it. Podcast page, Priority Auto Sports Radio, 941.com. All right, let's give out our top shot. Today's top shot? Today's top shot's going to be Daniel Jones's agents. 
because apparently agents are the only reason anyone gets deals. Uh, the only reason anyone gets any any kind of deal. And uh, 94 million guaranteed to Daniel Jones feels like they did their part. Uh, that's today's Top Shot. If you want to be a Top Shot, check out Freedom Shooting Center, the premier shooting range and gun store in Hampton Roads. Thank you to Robbie, as always. Thank you to everybody that called and texted in. And most importantly, thank you to Larry King Law. If you're ever injured in an accident, be sure to give them a call. 757-INJ-U-R-E-D. Once again, that phone number, 757-INJURED. I-N-J-U-R-E-D. 757 at 6 is coming up next. Stick around for that. For the Tim Donnelly Show, have a great night, everybody.